I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. I'm going to make a new roasted nut recipe. There's one already on my website, thecookalongpodcast.com. It's called Sugar and Spice Almonds. This I'm going to do is a little different. It comes from a website called garnishwithlemon.com, but this recipe doesn't actually have any lemon in it. So I assume that the author decided it would be fun to cook some things without lemon. This is called chipotle and rosemary roasted nuts. And it'll make five cups if you do the whole recipe. I am not going to do that. I'm only going to do half a recipe because I don't want a bunch left over. It's a little bit spicy and it's got some kind of mystery herb flavoring to it that makes these quite nice. And yes, you can decide how spicy you want them based on how much spice you put in it. Here's your list of ingredients. Two cups of whole cashews. By the way, I use unsalted nuts on all of this, and I'll tell you what I'm using in a minute. Two cups of pecan halves, one cup of whole almonds. Now, you can use any nuts you like. I'll tell you what I did. I got a big container of Kirkland Extra Fancy Unsalted Mixed Nuts. So I don't have to think too hard about what goes in there. It's got cashews, almonds, pistachios, and pecans, all of which I like. Although pecans are probably my least favorite in there. They don't seem like a snacking nut to me. They seem like a baking nut. So there's a total of five cups. I'm only doing two and a half because I'm only serving a small group and I don't want leftovers. I did a cup and a half of the mixed nuts I just told you about. And then another cup of just plain almonds. They aren't salted. And it's just a nice combo pack of different almonds. So those all go in. Sorry, that was loud. This is my two and a half cups into a big bowl. And then we need some fresh rosemary. And for that, I have to go out in my yard. You may have to go to the store. Sorry about that. By the way, I'm giving you the amounts for a full recipe. Okay, five cups. So this says you need four tablespoons of chopped fresh rosemary. And we're going to divide that up. My guess is that each tablespoon... I'm going out in my garage, which is how I get outside to my yard, which is where my rosemary is. So now you're outside with me. I have this great 
big, beautiful, well, all right, it's not that big, beautiful rosemary bush. It's about three feet across and three feet wide and four feet high. And I'm thinking that for every tablespoon of chopped rosemary, we need about a 10 inch stalk. So if you've bought your rosemary at the grocery store, it might take all of it. I'm clipping two. I'm only doing two because I'm cutting the recipe in half. So two about nine or 10 inch stalks. And then we're going back in out of the cold. Yes, it's winter here. All right. Now, in order to use these, what you want to do is get the rosemary off the stick. So hold the rosemary by the growth end, not the stalk end, and grab the sort of stem with your other hand and pull backwards off the stick and the rosemary will come off in little clumps. Some of those may have really big sticks you want to cut off. Some of them will be just the leaves. Once you've pulled your leaves off the stems here, you just chop it up. Chop it until it's quarter inch pieces maybe. It won't take very long. If you're doing the full batch, it'll take a little longer. All right, now the do-aheads. Oh, sorry, I didn't even finish with the ingredients. Here's the rest of the ingredients. A quarter of a cup of olive oil, the four tablespoons of the rosemary, one and a half teaspoons of ground chipotle powder. Now you can use more or less depending on how spicy you want them. I'm probably going to use just the teaspoon, I think, because I don't know my audience that well, and I don't want to make it too hot for them. There's a teaspoon of cumin, a quarter of a teaspoon cayenne, a half a teaspoon of black pepper, and two teaspoons of kosher salt. And keep in mind that if you're doing as I'm doing, you only need half of those amounts. Preheat the oven to 350, and then get a long rimmed baking sheet. You're gonna spread these nuts out on the baking sheet, hopefully without them touching too much. So you need a big one if you're doing the full batch for the amounts I just gave you. I am using, for my half batch, one of my largest cookie sheets. This must be a 12 by 15 or something like that. And then put parchment paper over it because we don't want them sticking. The next thing we're gonna do is put all the spices together so that we can add them all at once. So I got a little tiny bowl here. They're little silicone finger bowls, like you could use them. Do you know what a finger bowl is? In some fancy restaurants, they bring you a cloth and a tiny bowl of water to dip your fingers in, and you're supposed to use it to make sure your fingers are clean. You just dip your fingers in the bowl of warm water, and then they hand you this nice cloth. I don't even know if people still do this anymore. Anyway, you dry your hands in the cloth, and they take the whole thing away. It's very frou-frou. Fancy restaurants did that, and maybe in some parts of the world, or even this country, maybe they still do. I am afraid I'm pretty good at digressions, aren't I? I have these little silicone bowls that actually they're even smaller than a finger bowl because you can only get one hand in here at a time. But I like to use them to mix my spices. I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Some of this you already figured out, but here's the equipment that you need. You need the sharp knife. You might want a cutting board to do your rosemary. You need the bowl that the nuts are going in. You need the cookie sheet and the parchment paper. You'll need a small saute pan and something to stir with. So now into my little bowl, and you could use anything, it could even be a plate if you don't have a little bowl that you enjoy using, goes 
first the chipotle powder. Chipotle, by the way, in case you aren't aware and haven't used it much, you can find in your grocery store. Mine comes from Penzi's Spices. Chipotle is smoked red jalapeno peppers, so it's got some heat to it. The jalapenos, usually we eat them when they're green, but if you let them continue to ripen, just like all other peppers, the ripest stage is red. Now, here's what I don't know. I don't know if the ripest stage of red is the hottest stage. It seems logical that it would be, but then I don't know why we pick them all when they're green. So it could be that the green stage is hotter than the red. Don't know. Somebody can look that up and write to me and let me know. And by the way, my website has this much more organized than I do today. If you type in Chipotle, you'll find this recipe and it will have all the ingredients and all the equipment and all the do-aheads listed before you even start, which makes your life a lot easier than what I'm managing to pull together today. So moving on. Let's do the teaspoon. I'm doing a half teaspoon, but the one teaspoon for you if you're doing the whole batch of the chipotle. That's the minimum amount. Like I said, I don't know how my audience feels about spicy stuff. And then a teaspoon of cumin for the whole batch. I'm doing a half. And then a quarter of a teaspoon of cayenne. So this adds even more heat. That's another reason I kind of wanted to be careful about the chipotle and I may regret that. I may be really sorry that it's not hotter than this but I still think this is safer. And then a half teaspoon of black pepper and I'm just using fine black pepper for this because fresh ground would be too big for what we're doing. So that half teaspoon is for the full recipe. So a quarter of a teaspoon for my half recipe and then for the full recipe, two teaspoons of kosher salt. And we may want some more salt at the end. I kind of think we will. And if you're going with me on the half batch, it's just one teaspoon at this moment. Okay. I'm going to mix that up a little bit. And now I am assuming that your oven is preheated. If your isn't, this is a place to pause and go wait for it to preheat. We're going to do a step before we put it in the oven. And this is part of what makes this recipe a little bit different, is instead of just tossing the nuts with the spices and throwing them on the cookie sheet, we're actually going to heat some oil first. So you'll need a little pan. I got a nice small cast iron I'm going to use. And that is where you put your olive oil, which is a quarter of a cup if you're doing the whole batch. And it's an eighth of a cup. Or if you don't have an eighth of a cup measure, it is two tablespoons of olive oil into your pan. And we're going to heat that up just until it's warm. We don't want it hot. We just want it warm. We don't want it to smoke. We don't want it to cook anything. What we're going to do is put the rosemary in there to let it warm up, which releases the flavors. I'm going to heat my oil at kind of medium heat, but I'm going to pay attention to it. And in case you haven't heard me say this before, I have a glass top electric stove. So what I'm going to do is heat the pan with the olive oil until it starts to feel a little bit warmed when I hold the palm of my hand about an inch above the surface of the pan. And then I'm going to turn my stove completely off because I can keep it warm on the residual heat of both the cast iron and the glass top stove underneath it. 
If you are using a gas stove, you're going to have to be much more watchful. But even then, once you've heated that oil up, you may be able to turn off your heat and just use the heat from the pan and the oil because we're only going to put the rosemary in there for about a minute, just enough to let it release its oils and flavors a little bit. Well, the pan feels warm to the palm of my hand. So here's what we're going to do. We want three quarters of the rosemary. So whether you at this point are using a tablespoon and a half or three tablespoons, three quarters of it is now going in the pan. Just leaving one quarter of it on your cutting board. And this is where you need your stirring implement and just stir that around for about a minute. And that will start to smell nice. And the rosemary shouldn't be turning brown at all. It should be staying completely green. In fact, mine looks even greener than before I put it in the oil like magic. Just keep sort of stirring that around. Take a sniff and see if it just smells like olive oil or if it smells like rosemary a little bit. After we've got a little fragrance to it. Oh yeah, definitely smelling like olive oil with rosemary. But the first time I smelled it, it did not. It just smelled like olive oil. This time it definitely smells like rosemary. So now the little bowl of spices that we compiled is all going into that little pan with the olive oil and the rosemary and stir that around. You'll start to get some of that heat. And again, this tiny bit, this tiny moment of tiny heat is enough to help release all these flavors. It opens everything up and helps them become more aromatic and more flavorful, and it's flavoring the oil. Now, after that's all stirred together, and it looks like it's all smooth and you don't have any lumps of spices or anything, pour that whole pan of stuff over the nuts in the bowl. I should have said at the beginning how easy this recipe is. The hardest thing is that maybe you won't have the spices or the rosemary. Other than that, if you have these things, it's really easy. Because now we're just going to stir the nuts and distribute those spices. So that every nut has a little coating of oil and some of this spice mixture on it. And then we spread that out on the prepared cooking sheet with the parchment paper. Oh, I want to get all this stuff out. Look how much sauce stayed behind. I don't want that. And then spread them around so they're not piled on top of each other. If you can get it as far spread as a single layer, that's the ideal. Shouldn't be too hard if you used a big enough cookie sheet. And if you didn't, you may have to start a second cookie sheet. Just repeat what you're doing. Scoop some of those nuts out of there and put them on the second cookie sheet. You can put both cookie sheets in the oven at the same time if you have more than one shelf. Those are ready to go. Now they go in the oven for 15 to 20 minutes or until they're golden brown. And we're going to stir them once through. So on the assumption that it's going to only take 15 minutes to turn them golden brown, I am going to set my timer for half of that time. I'll call it eight minutes because it doesn't do halves. And then we're all going to go away. You can go away and come back when that goes off. And we'll stir them and then put them back in. And then we have one more step before you serve these. So for the next eight minutes or so, go away and then come back to me and we'll turn them over. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey. Eight minutes have gone by, so go ahead and take the whole pan out of the oven. It's too dangerous to try to stir it while it's in the oven. So go ahead and take it all out of the oven and won't hurt it. And get either a big spoon or a flat pancake turner. And just flip those babies over as well as you can. Obviously, some of them aren't going to turn. It's really all right. Turn them as best you can. They're already starting to turn a little golden. At least mine are. And then spread them back out into a single layer again. Get rid of the sauce <laughs> collected on the spatula because it belongs on the nuts, not on the spatula. And then throw that back in the oven. Huh. I was thinking we might have to add salt at the end, but I'm not sure that's true. I'm just going to set it for another eight minutes. What the heck? That's between 15 and 20, isn't it? All right. Go away. Come back in eight minutes again. All right, there's my oven signifying the second set of eight minutes. So, we're gonna pull these out. Yeah, they're gorgeous. They're kind of sizzling and brown. Very nice, very, very nice. Now, you should still have a little of that broken up, chopped up rosemary. And if you have in this pile, any of those just plain empty sticks that don't have any rosemary leaves on them, you probably should weed them out. I got a couple here, but mostly it's just leaves. Just sprinkle the rosemary over the top. It's probably not going to stick. And that's okay. It will still stick to some of it and make a pretty sort of green look on them. Because the other rosemary, as you probably notice, is not green anymore. And then I'm going to tell you to do this, but I'm not going to do it right now because we're going to have to wait. I didn't think about this. But the other thing is we might need to add more salt. But because uh, it tasted a little bit salty when I cleaned off the spatula eight minutes ago, I think I don't want to salt them until we taste one. These nuts are ready to serve, except that they need to cool, and they might need a little more salt over the top. And if you sprinkle on them while they're still kind of wet looking, the salt should stick to them. But like I said, don't do it until you've tested to see if it really needs it. If you and your friends like this recipe, please feel free to share the podcast with them. Tell them you listen to the Cook Along podcast. You're my very best advertising, and I appreciate that you cook with me. 
consider throwing a donation my way via your ACAST app or patreon.com. Visit the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, for more fun appetizer recipes, main dishes, side dishes, desserts, cookies, lots and lots of cookies. And until next time, happy cooking! If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.